0: welcome to the hoops culture podcast where we talk about all things basketball and we're back for episode 30 and it's going to be a good one because this nba week well day uh february 8th 2022 has been a pretty a weird trade uh trade day like you know saw two really really weird trades that (laughs) i wouldn't have Uh, I don't know, it it was just really weird, I I don't know if it felt weird for anybody else, but it truly did feel weird for me, um, to where we saw four, four teams just, um, like, you know, make pretty, pretty interesting trades, um, before that, how's everyone doing today? Hope you guys are doing good, um... You know, having a good life, doing things, making yourself better every day—that's all that matters. And yeah, um, right now I've been chilling. You know, same old stuff. Um, been really slacking on the episodes, but yeah, I need to. need to. I need to get back into a rhythm and keep and keep doing this stuff because, man, I, I love it. It's so fun. It's really, really fun. But um, yeah, so without further ado. Let's get into it. So the first trade we saw, um, I believe, in the morning, um, we see the Pelicans and the Blazers make a deal, and it's taken so many years for the Portland Trail Blazers um, to finally trade one of the core guys. They officially trade C.J. McCollum to the New Orleans Pelicans in one of the, probably one of the worst trades I've ever seen. Um, Yeah, I really wasn't a fan of this deal at all. So, let me tell you what New Orleans received. C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell. Um, Portland receives Josh Hart, Thomas Sadaransky. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, D.D. Lozada, uh, 2022 first-round pick protected, which means that the first-round pick will go to the Pelicans if it lands between 1 and 4, and if it goes between 5 and 14, it goes to the Blazers, but if it's between 15 through 30, it will go to the Charlotte Hornets, so yeah, the Charlotte Hornets are part of that a little bit. Um. And two future second-round picks, and I don't remember what year it was. Um, You know, that was an interesting trade because, actually, a couple days ago, we see Portland let go of Robert Covington and Norman Powell in a swap with the Clippers. Um, They receive Bledsoe, uh, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second for cap flexibility uh i, I don't know I, I i'll I'll get my thoughts on that after but yeah uh the clippers get Robert Covington and Norman Powell just to touch on that um Robert Covington and Norman Powell will really help the clippers next year when everybody comes back um great players Norman Powell's uh great Robert Covington's you know a guy who could really elevate you um as a team because he's a 3D player which you know really valued in this league but on this trade, uh, on the Portland Trailblazer side, at first, um, I was thinking, why? Just why? Don't you want to win? But um, it looks like it looks like they want cap flexibility and having assets so they could go grab a star and build around Damian Lillard. Okay. I believe that no star is going to want to go to the Portland Trailblazers just simply based off of the fact that Portland is not a, like, desirable destination. You can't be, like, saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, trade, ass- trade guys away so we could get capped because, frankly, in today's league... Portland, the Portland Trailblazers are not a destination for star players, it's never been like that, doesn't matter how good Damian Lillard is, it's just, you know, that's just how it's been, I think they should have really like, you could have got so much more for CJ, you could have got back another star in return, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, you could have got Ben Simmons, we've seen that talk happen before, I don't know. I'm just really not a fan of this on the Portland side, and frankly, I'm not a fan of this on the New Orleans the New Orleans side either. Um, so they receive CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell. Um, okay, Zion Williamson when he comes back, poor, uh, how does the fit work with Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and CJ McCollum? Three guys who. Frankly, they they need the ball in their hands to to really score. I mean, well, C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram. Um, C.J. McCollum's a great player. He's a young a uh, young guy. He's a veteran. He's been in the league for a little while. I believe nine years. He's been in the league. Um, it's. I think um, having having someone like C.J. McCollum has a positive effect to where you know we'll kind of tell the guys, yo, we need to really like step it up. We need to. Get get some wins in because you know he he's been he's been on teams where they almost didn't make the playoffs but they turned it up at the end, uh for the past couple of years with Portland Portland's been like that. They'll either be the fourth seed one year or they're their eighth seed, fourth seed, eighth seed, third seed, eighth seed. It's you know it fluctuates all the time. Last year they were the sixth seed I believe. So yeah, um I think that's positive but fit wise I don't think their fit's gonna be too well because. CJ McCollum's not, like, a, a point guard, like a pure pure guard who could really, like, set up his teammates. He's a guy who's going to go get you a bucket, and you already got Brandon Ingram who could go get you a bucket. Zion Williamson, when he comes back, he could go get you a bucket. Yeah, it's going to add scoring, but at the end of the day, like, how is that all going to fit together? Um, I'm not too sure about that. So, if I were to grade... uh. Portland, well, New Orleans trade. I would give it a C plus. Um, you do get a star and uh, Larry Nance Jr., who's um he, he's a good player. He's a good player, and Tony Snell is a decent rotational guy. You know, he's not he's not terrible. Um, on the Portland side, I, I got to give it a D, man. I, I just really wasn't a fan of it at all. Um, you know you want to get assets but the only way you're going to get it is via trade and yeah i, I don't know it's pretty tough to say so yeah um it, it's really really tough i mean portland they want to fully reshape the roster around damian lillard now damian lillard's getting old i get i get that you're trying you really trying your best to do it but man i don't know i don't know what you do here they created 21 million dollars in trade exception today uh, shout out to Woe, GSPN. Uh, Adrian Woj- Wojnarowski, what a beast. Guy's always on Twitter. Um, $60 million in salary cap space this year. That is, okay, I get um, you want to get a free agent, but or you stock up the picks. Obviously, that would be more ideal um, maybe on draft day, especially if Portland um, continues to, I guess, not, not be the, the team... Kind of, I guess shut down Damian Lillard for the year and try to get a good pick. That's the smartest way to do it. Um, so, yeah, okay, let's see. Aaron J. Fentress on Twitter says, I've been told numerous times that Damian Lillard is absolutely on board with the retooling of the Blazers' roster given that the season is a bust. Suggests that panicking fans all up in their feelings simply relax and let it play out, and that's what Lillard... Litter- Damn, what the hell? Damn, he didn't have to come at the fans like that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um... I I mean if he's on board yeah but you got to fulfill on your, you got to fulfill your promise because if he's not if he if the team doesn't change this offseason he's out of there he's requesting a trade let's be honest um he'll really be out of there but yeah um not really too much of a big fan of that trade I don't know how it'll work in the long run but hey man we'll see we'll see uh next uh really really interesting trade. Involves the Indiana Pacers and the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings and the Indiana Pacers were um were, were teams that everybody saw as were gonna be the most active um in, in on the trade deadline and they're already active today. So I, I see some more trades coming through too. Um so Indiana received Indiana trades DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, and a future second-round pick to Sacramento, and Indiana, um, Sacramento trades to Indiana, Tyrese Halliburton, which was a shocker, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. Okay, okay, let's talk about the Sacramento Kings, because I have a lot to say, a lot to say why just simply why why there there was no there was no reason to trade Tyrese Halliburton for DeMontis Sabonis because frankly Tyrese Halliburton I think fits way more with DeMontis Sabonis than Darren Fox and DeMontis Sabonis do um like why there there was no there was no point of doing that Because I feel like if you got Fox, you wouldn't have to give up Buddy Heald or Tristan Thompson. If you did it Fox and Sabonis straight up, well, you know, obviously some more uh, filler contracts. But I feel like that would have been way better. You didn't have to trade Tyrese Halliburton. Um, Jeremy Lamb's inconsistent, like, you know, an inconsistent player, Justin Holliday. They're they're frankly almost the same type of player. Um, Guys who are inconsistent, but they could get, you know, that occasional, like, 10 to 15 points per game. Uh, but, okay. I'm, I'm saying is that, uh, what I'm saying is that they're probably trying to te- go for a play-in spot, um, and say, like, you know, I guess just try to get the guys to buy in a little bit more because I don't think, frankly, I don't think anybody wants, anybody on that Sacramento team is, doesn't want to play, and I think they really do want to keep Darren Fox, especially with the talks that, like, people were saying, oh, uh, Darren Fox is gonna, um... Uh, he he's not happy with the team. So they want to go all in with Sabonis and try to get that playing spot there. Let's see, they are two games behind the Pelicans. The 10th spot, another team that's really going to try to make the playoffs, especially with that CJ McCollum trade. But, um, you know, I, I feel like uh, they're still going to be active. Harrison, apparently Fox is off the table Um, on, on the trade market. They want to keep Fox. Harrison Barnes is the guy who's... um who's really on the trade block now uh more so than what fox was so i think they're gonna try to trade um harrison possibly to i'm not sure i i'm hearing about the knicks possibly uh inquiring about him so you know it's it's really tough to say really tough to say but yeah i I wasn't too big of a fan but on the other on the other hand indiana i'm a huge fan of this trade um Indiana gets Tyrese Halliburton, who's been balling out this year. I mean, he's been he's been really really good. Buddy Hield, who's one of the best three point shooters in the league, and Tristan Thompson, a solid center. You know, not nothing too crazy there. But um, yeah, I mean, the shocker was is that they got Tyrese Halliburton, and Indiana now has like no pressure. Like they don't have. Um, how do I say it? Like for for Malcolm Brogdon like they now could trade him without any like worry yeah yeah they they could trade Malcolm Brogdon without any worry and they don't have to worry about oh um who's the point guard for the future cuz you got Tyrese Halliburton now i think you could really get a lot of assets from Malcolm Brogdon um and now Miles Turner i think should stay i think i think the core three got to be Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner Chris duarte core four because buddy healed buddy healed in the mix man that's under that's very underrated for the future too i mean buddy healed is one of the older guy like uh he was the older guy in that 2016 draft i mean I think he's 28 years old now yeah he's 29 yeah um he's about to turn 30 years old he's one of the vets on the team but um I feel like he fits he fits well with with those young guys because he really like you know you mentor them a little bit, um, but Halliburton's going to be the star of the show in Indiana. Indiana Pacers fans, get get hyped for him because he's he's amazing. He's a beast, and you guys are really going to enjoy the show for how many how many years he's going to be there. Is it's, it's going to be fun? But um, if I were to give them trade grades, uh, Sacramento, I would give Sacramento um a solid you know just the c not not nothing too crazy um i just feel like i i don't know it's just something about that trade it's just we, it it just feels off and you're really pushing for a play in spot like i think you should more try to push for a playoff spot like not a play in spot like really try to get into that top top seven, 6 in the in the west Indiana, they, they get an A minus for me, man. That was that was great. Um, Tristan Thompson's just gonna be the filler guy there. I don't think he'll be there any long, um, any longer than he should be. But uh, Tyrese Halliburton, and Buddy Healed pickups are crazy, crazy good. So yeah, props props to both of those teams. They they did a wonderful job. Um, uh, Indiana, it, not both, but Indiana. Props to Indiana. So. Um, Anyways, we're gonna go into potential trades. Trades we could see for some players soon. Some uh, some uh, soon. Sorry, trade candidates. Uh, number one right now is well, the trending topic is James Harden because James Harden is not playing tonight. Uh, it's pretty pretty odd they're not playing him. I don't know. I don't know the exact reason why they're not playing him. Um. Okay, okay, it's the hamstring uh it's the hamstring injury, but I don't know people. i guess people were um people were over exaggerating why he's not playing, but it's still the hamstring injury, obviously you gotta keep that rested, but um uh I don't know i I've been hearing a lot of talk that James harden is gonna get traded, which is I don't know, it kind of came out of nowhere for me like out of nowhere like to where. Why? why? Why would you trade him if you want to win a championship? But it's apparently that he doesn't like the Brooklyn um, the Brooklyn squad, like how they play and stuff, and the way they've been playing the last, what was it, like eight games? That they're on that losing streak. So, um, yeah, a prime destination for him would, would definitely be Philly, I guess, because Philly has the best to kind of match... Um, You know, you got Simmons, um, you could add Seth Curry in there, Matisse Stiebel, one of those guys, and, you know, Daryl Morey finally will get uh, James Harden after, you know, get him back after, you know, the Houston days, which would be pretty good for Embiid, but I I don't know. I, I don't know about that fit too much. Ben Simmons going to Brooklyn would be, that would be very good for him just for the fact that, like, Um, he'll be with a guy, Kevin Durant, who could space the floor and Kyrie Irving. And you could have, um, you could really have Kyrie Irving play off the ball and have Ben Simmons just play that point guard role, dish it out. And, you know, um, even when Kyrie and KD could rest, he could just go into the, go into the game and play with the, with the reserves and the reserves look pretty good this year too. So I think, I think Ben Simmons going to Brooklyn would be very, very nice for him. And it would be kind of funny because, I don't know if you guys remember, um, in the 2019 playoffs, uh, Ben Simmons and Jared Dudley had that little beef. Um, and they they almost fought, I think. And, you know, Jared Dudley was really, like, testing um, testing Ben Simmons because Jared Dudley was with the Nets and he was kind of that hype guy, that hype man who was, you know, going after him the entire time, you know, got, got all the guys out of the game, this and that. Um, it was pretty, it it was pretty, uh, pretty entertaining to watch, especially, you know, I get, I get the coverage for the Nets. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really fun, that was a really fun Nets team, by the way, just one of, one of the best, uh, one of the best teams to watch. They were really energetic. Uh, yeah, but Ben, Ben going to Brooklyn would really be a good fit for him next. Uh, hmm. A trade candidate. I do see. Uh, from my New York Knicks, Julius Randle. I think he's gonna be a guy who a lot of teams are shopping for. Um, I I'd say I say if they want a, a good three, like a third, fourth guy on the squad, um, I think Julius Randle's the guy to like you know. I guess. I I guess be that third, fourth, or guy, fourth guy. He really hasn't. Had the best year with with New York this year um, compared to last year. Struggling with the coaching staff, um, you know it, it's it's been tough for for um, Julius. A team that I did think would have been a great fit for him was Sacramento. Um, there was talks about a uh, De'Aaron Fox Julius Randle trade, but I guess that's not happening now, especially with the fact that um, you know Tyrese Halliburton's gone. So, you know, I, I think, I think they want to keep, uh, Darren Fox and Davion Mitchell together. So yeah, I, I don't think that's happening at all, but, um, you know, it's, it, it's pretty tough to say where he could go. It's like it's really hard, especially since he's been that number one guy for three years on the Knicks. So, you know, seeing that, uh, seeing that chain, like he'll, He'll not really get used to the change like that. I'll just tell you that it'll be tough for him. But yeah. Anyways, that's my thought on uh, Julius Randle and James Harden. I think those guys are going to be the the prime the prime uh, trade candidates uh, for the trade deadline. And yeah, um, that's that for today's episode thirty. Appreciate all the people who've been rocking me since episode rocking with me since episode one. And uh, yeah, I'll see all you guys later. Peace.